See now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God who passes by us continually. Please, let's make a little room on the roof. Let's set a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp stand for him there. 2 Kings 4, 9-10 Dear God, thank you for setting us apart to be holy and righteous like you. And thank you for making us a part of your forever family. Help us to live today in a way that allows others to see you and us. We want to be different, set apart, and more like you. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more. All with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Shunammite Woman In our last story, Alicia helped a widow, cleansed food, and made an axe head float. In this story, Alicia will tell a woman from Shunem that she will have a son and then later revive the son from death, as inspired by Second Kings. Hi there, welcome back. This is Julia Sadler for listening to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we're going to spend some time with Elisha and the special woman he meets along his journey. They will teach us what it means to live differently, in a good way. Let's dive in. There came a day where Elisha went to Shunem, where there was a powerful woman that asked him to have a meal with her. So every time that Elisha passed by her home, he stopped in to eat some food. Elisha was coming by so much that the woman told her husband, This is a man of God that comes by often, who we need to make a room for. Let's put a bed in there, a table and a chair, and a lampstand, so that every time he comes, he can just sleep over. One day, Elisha was staying at the home of the Shumanite woman and said to Gehazi, his servant, This woman has blessed us with great hospitality. Please ask her if we can do anything for her. Gehazi asked the woman, Is there anything that we can do for you? No, I am just fine with the family that I have. Gehazi told Elisha what she said, and they both knew they had to do something for her. Gehazi then said, Oh, wait, she doesn't have a son. Gehazi, go get the woman and have her stand at my doorway. Elisha said to the woman, About this time next year, you will have a son. She said, There's no way. Please do not lead me into some fantasy world. But the woman became pregnant, and just about that same time next year, she gave birth, just as Elisha had said. The boy grew strong, until one day, he complained of having an issue with his head. He went out to his father, but there was nothing that could be done. The boy died around noon of that day. The woman took her lifeless boy and laid him on the bed where Elisha slept. The woman said to her husband, Give me one of the servants and a donkey, so I can find the man of God. 
she put a saddle on the donkey and found Alicia at Mount Carmel. Alicia saw the woman from a distance and sent Gehazi after her to see if she was fine. The woman hid her distress from Gehazi and continued towards the man of God. When the woman got to Alicia, she fell down and grabbed his feet. Gehazi tried to push her off of Alicia, but Alicia said, Stop, this woman is in distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me, and I have to know why. The woman cried out, I told you not to tell me that I would have a son unless it was the truth. Alicia said to Gehazi, Take this staff and place it on the boy's face. I need you to run quickly and do not talk to anyone while you are on your way. The woman said to Alicia, As long as the Lord lives and as long as you live, I will not leave you. Alicia then followed the woman back to her house. Gehazi tried to bring the boy back to life by placing the staff on the face of the boy, but nothing happened. When Alicia and the woman came into the house and the boy was still dead on the bed, Alicia got in the room and shut the door to keep the others out. He prayed to the Lord and laid on top of the body. He stretched his body out over the boy with his eyes over the eyes of the boy, his mouth over the mouth of the boy, and his hands over the hands of the boy. The boy became warm, but he was still not breathing. Alicia stood back up and began pacing the room, and then he laid on the boy again. All of a sudden, the boy sneezed seven times and started breathing again. Alicia called out to Gehazi, Tell the woman to get her son. The woman came into the room and fell at the feet of Alicia. She then picked up her son and went out of the room. Wow, don't you love hearing stories with miracles? Our God is so powerful. He really can do anything he chooses to. As today's story opens, we meet a Shunammite woman. That just means she was a woman, and she was from a place called Shunem. This woman noticed something special about Elisha. He seemed different. The Bible tells us that she perceived that he was a holy man of God. In other words, she had a strong feeling that God was with Elisha and that he did what was right. Have you ever noticed someone like that? Maybe it's a friend, a teacher, a pastor, or even someone in your family. And there's just something different about them. That person has a kindness and a spirit about them that reminds you of Jesus. Or better yet, maybe people see you that way. Wouldn't it be great if someone told you, there's just something different about you. I can see that you act the way Jesus acts and loves others the way God does. The older you get, the more you will come across people who don't act very much like Christ. And sometimes it's easy to start acting the way they do because you just get used to seeing it every day. Lying, saying words that are not holy, making fun of someone different from you, disobeying, cheating, are all just a few examples of things we see others do and become tempted to do ourselves. But we can learn something here from Elijah. We can be different. We can act a whole other way, a way that causes others to notice. In 1 Peter 2, Peter says that yes, some people will be disobedient and not honor God. But he says we are called to be different. 
He says, we are part of God's royal family, children of the one true king. We are set apart by God to live holy and to do good things. Okay, back to Elisha. This Shonamite woman offered Elisha a place to stay and provided everything he needed. She had the money to do this and was willing to spend it generously. Not only can we learn something today from Elisha on how to live set apart and different, but we learn something from this woman too. God blessed her with money and resources, and instead of keeping them all to herself, she helped a man she knew was from God. So actually, she was helping God. And did you know you can do the same? There are all kinds of people around you serving God. Some are teachers, some work at the church, and some are even missionaries in faraway countries. And when we help those people by serving with them or giving them the things they need, it's like we join their team and serve God together. Can you think of someone you know who serves God for an actual job? Is there something you can do to help them today? Here are some ideas. Write them an encouraging note with a Bible verse. Pray for their family and their protection. Offer to help them somehow. Give them money or something they may need. When you do, it will be like a special gift you're giving God, just like the Shunammite woman. Okay, the rest of the story is pretty amazing. Because this woman was so kind to Elisha, he wanted to do something kind for her too. He asked God to give her a son, something she wanted more than anything in the world. But when her son was very sick, probably from all the heat in the fields, he died. And the woman knew just where to go. Elisha prayed and prayed and then prayed some more. And finally, God brought her son back to life. It's about as happy an ending as you can get. That's all for today. Thanks for listening and make sure you come back next time as we meet our new friend, Naaman, and hear about another pretty cool miracle. But for now, remember this. The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like a valuable tool for kids and parents alike, please share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.